0: Hi everyone, this is Kushash Shrivishmali, and welcome to the podcast, What is Up Kush? Now, this podcast is going to be about a reminder to myself, what I have been through, what I am learning, what I am doing and I just wanted to share with everyone out there because a lot of lessons are common and not just about letting everyone know that what I have learned because I am still very young, I am 23 when I am recording this right? and it might whatever I share it might not be applicable for everyone but I think it is worth sharing. And some people will love to listen my journey. If they are curious, they can always you know go to my podcast and listen what I feel because I've heard so many questions which are common. And I thought that something like a podcast will help me not being redundant with so many messages, right? So this is about what I've been through in the last few years. And I'm gonna acknowledge a few people who have been very instrumental in my journey so far. And I just wanted to mention them in this, in this podcast. So this podcast will not contain all the names because, of course, there will be so, so many people in your life who will have an impact. And I will continue doing this in the next podcast. So I'm going to start off with my uh, parents, first of all, you know, and just wanted to acknowledge them that they are God to me, right? And for every son they or daughter, they just need to realize that, you know, your parents will be one of the only selfless people out there who will think good for you, who will want good for you. And who will do anything in their, uh, in whatever that is possible for them, they will do it for you. So, they have done it exactly for me and I just wanted to thank them. So, before I start, thank you. Thank you, mommy, papa. Thanks a lot for everything. Now, let's start with my second year, right? So, I was doing my graduation. I loved Computer Science Engineering and that's what I was doing, okay? So, in the second year of my Bachelor's in Computer Science Engineering, I decided that I want to start off with images like I was already doing something related to OpenCV but I wanted to do something real you know something more than that. So I decided okay cool I will go ahead and play around with some research paper read a research paper and start implementing it. So I still remember that I reached out to a professor in Bangalore who you know I don't remember that it was a very famous institute or not. but. I just knew that he he has some super good work, okay? And I reached out to him and I asked him, hey, you know, there's this summers that I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm enjoying probably, and I want to do something, right? So can you please share at least a problem statement? I will pick it up, I'll do it, everything myself. But you know, just let me know the problem statement that you think someone can solve, okay? So that's all I needed because all you'd need is a problem to solve, okay? So he messaged me with a problem, very interesting problem. It was about, image quality assessment okay and there was this no reference image quality assessment that he mentioned Um, one of the methods was brisk so he just told that you know you can go ahead and explore it do whatever you want i will i'm pretty busy right now so i'll not be able to help you with queries but of course if you want to share any progress i'm there so you can message me out okay if i'm available i'll try to respond to you so that's how it all began i picked up a research paper i started reading it and i thought that i'll okay i'll try and implement it so i was doing an internship at big vision LLC, and i decided okay i'll just ask uh, my founder if i can pick up this thing for a blog and i started working on it right no reference image quality assessment and yep i wrote a lot of code thanks to all the team members in the in that company and yep i wrote a blog on that right and that github repository got really popular like it still has around 100 plus stars uh, and of course it's not not a major to say that you know I've done some really great work no but I'm just saying that it got popular because of I think a lot of people were doing assignments related to no reference brisk uh, method for example I guess if I'm not wrong but then I just thought that okay if this is like that much of requirement then why doesn't like OpenCV have it like OpenCV can also have such a method you know so that people don't have to start implementing things by themselves because It will be a good idea and since I have already written the code in C++ as well as in Python, so I had some idea how to implement it. So I went ahead and I think I made an issue and I saw some open issue already by someone from already an OpenCV contributor and I saw that he was working on, uh, you know, full reference image quality assessments and I was working on no reference image quality assessment. So you don't need to understand what it does. So that's okay if you you don't understand. So what happened that I reached out to him and I told him, you know, I think he reached out to me and he said that he is also working on something similar. So if I want, we can both work together. Or if I need some help, he can help me out with that. Um, And the name was Tom Cluney. His GitHub username was ClunetP, I still remember. (laughs) And I think, you know, I never gave it a second thought. I just accepted it and I said that I want to work with him because I was still starting off with OpenCV. This was going to be my first big PR and I thought that it will, it will be a great, great learning experience for me. So I just, you know, teamed up with him and we used to work together on implementing this. He was really, really patient. Like I can tell you when I was, you know, I will go to sleep at 11 or 12 in the night right and i'll wake up at two or three automatically like just to check whether the OpenCV build was successful or not i'll check some bugs i'll see some emails from him mentioning that hey these are the next to do's that i think you should pick up and i mentioned some to do's in the code itself for you to you know start with so it was a great way to learn i was he was not doing all the work i was not doing all the work we were a team and we were doing it together that's the whole definition right of a teamwork and it was amazing the way he was patient the way he guided guided me through and the reason why i appreciate him a lot is not just because he was my teammate in this project but also because this was my first exposure to the way you should implement things right you should always take care of different platforms The like people will use opencv on for example raspberry pi for example arduino uh for example linux 64-bit 32-bit systems windows mac os and these are different systems because these sometimes are different compilers there are different um you know d type bits allocated for that like for example it can be integers four bytes for on some system it can be eight bytes on some other system just one example right so you need to take care of these things and i still remember him pointing me out that you know we need to write test cases for each of these platforms to make sure that whatever we contribute it works on all of these platforms and that's where i understood the importance of development like i just feel that software developers are so underrated because and especially those maintaining and creating these open source libraries in my like from whatever i've seen they are doing such a great job and although there are some some people are earning from it some people are not that's something like let's keep it you know apart for now but the kind of impact they have had in the whole ai for example let's improve deep learning machine learning to be specific um, but these people have such a huge impact okay and we should appreciate them so tom if you're listening to this thank you thanks a lot for being there and yep i hope to get in touch with you again sometime uh, at least to share this por- podcast i know you'll be busy so thank you tom and so that is how I started off with OpenCV, right? I contributed to OpenCV, that got merged and I'm super happy about it, right? So once that was done, I think in the third year, I got an internship at NTU Singapore. So I was really happy, right? Because um, it kind of gave me a sense of how it will be going outside India. So I was going to Singapore for the very first time, right? I was going out of India for a very first time. And I will talk about my journey at NTU Singapore in some other podcasts because it's a long and exciting journey. But I got to meet one of the very awesome people in the labs. He was Devadeep Sham. He was project manager, project head, I think, something like that, right? And he was working at the Rose Labs at NTO Singapore at that time. And um, there was Dennis who was also i think director or something if i'm not wrong and they were like super helpful right whatever the task i was given with they will understand that i'm an intern and i'm just starting off with things they will guide me through they will you know catch me like whenever they will come to the part of the office like there were two offices i guess and whenever he comes to that side of the office he will just come and talk to me here you know what's what's up what are you doing so it was amazing. Like they, I just, I still remember Dennis coming with this coffee mug with him. And he's like, you know, uh, Yokush, how are you doing? You seem happy. Like I, I was always the childish one. Like I'm like, hey, Dennis, look look what I'm doing. See, I was always excited about the field. And I also remember about Devadeep Shyam. He invited me for a dinner at his home uh, once I was in Singapore. So it was a really welcoming place for me. But not just that, right? You know, it's not about just the project. It's also about yourself yourself and your lifestyle that sometimes going out of your comfortability area if you go from let's say for me going outside india was really a struggle right and i still remember me learning a lot of things about lifestyle you know importance of being very disciplined importance of being very uh, confident about what you're doing at least like you know you don't have to be correct always but it's really important that you trust yourself you believe in yourself and these things uh So the people of Singapore are really disciplined, okay, very first thing, you will see them focusing on their health, you will see them focusing on their jobs, you will see them being very patriotic about their nation. And there are no crimes, for example, and it was amazing to see the way everyone at Singapore lived. So it was, I think, really heartwarming for me and I enjoyed being there. Um, So Devadeep Shyam sir if you're listening this I used to call him sir so I'll still prefer that so Deva sir if you're listening to this podcast thank you thank you for being there in the journey and I, I recently got in touch with him and he's the same person like he's super excited about um, whatever he is doing and he's super motivating so Deva sir thank you for everything and Dennis thanks to you as well for being an awesome director now So the very you know very important thing that I kind of missed out working at NTO Singapore was that there was there was a person in the team whatever I would do he will come up in the presentation and say that hey I removed these layers I removed these many things from the network to you know make it faster that was just one part of it okay there was other fusions that he was doing which I don't want to mention now but he mentioned TensorRT okay He, he was using TensorRT to optimize the models now that that kind of fascinated me because I was working so hard on my models and there's this guy who comes up and says that, you know, I removed these layers because they were not contributing enough to the model. And without any like significant loss in the accuracy, he was able to boost the performance by a good enough, you know, margin. And it was amazing because I was like, that makes sense, right? You cannot put a camera on the traffic light and say that, hey, it's going to take one hour for you to predict something because you need real time results. It, it's a camera. It's, if it's going to predict some accident for you, it's going to tell you that somebody is, uh, somebody is hurt then you need to know immediately right after one hour what will what will you do (laughs) like that's just a news right that's not that's not an important information anymore it's a news so it was really important that you take care of performance and that's what I learned so when I came back to my institute I decided that I'll you know focus on development because that's something I was really looking forward to do I wanted to make sure that everything is optimized then I can do optimization that I can understand how things work in the backend of these open source libraries like PyTorch Right, so that's where I started. I reached out to one of the persons in Facebook, who was uh, probably the one of the lead developers in the PyTorch C++ front-end API, LipTorch, right? Will Feng, and I reached out to him and I told him, Hey, I want to contribute to PyTorch. Hey, I want to look at the PyTorch source code. I want to understand it because I'm really fascinated. Right, I'm I'm really excited for it. So, you know, I can totally understand him being one of the maintainers and him being super occupied. Uh, you know with so many things going on but like lip was not enough popular at that point of time that you know it was not even that stable I will say that there were so many features which were still going in and he was super occupied and he was always always responsive not just responsive he was really helpful he will be very patient with whatever he will tell me right and it was amazing because um, every time I will you know make some slides I'll make sure that his time is not wasted so I'll make some slides what I've learned by going through some source code, and I'll share it with him. And I'll get some feedback. You know what I can do better, and that taught me a lot of things. Not just about PyTorch. Okay, it's really important that you help people, but helping the right people is something you can't decide, right? He is the right person to help. He is not the right person to help. I think it was a calculated risk from him, uh, from his side. You know, I can understand that he might also feel that you know he spent a lot of time helping me out, and I'm hope I'm really hoping that he's happy with it. But Will Feng was there in this whole journey. Like I will, of course, be you know make a separate podcast on about my PyTorch journey so far. But he was instrumental, like not just for PyTorch. When I joined Nvidia, when I went to the US, I met him. He was there in Santa Clara for some work, and I he came to meet me and the whole PyTorch team at Nvidia. Uh, it was amazing meeting him. Was a I don't know kind of meeting a you know favorite person in the whole community. It was amazing. So that's something that has motivated me. So Will Feng, thank you for being an awesome person. Thank you for being a motivation. Thank you for listening to me. It's amazing. Like You're one of the best people around. And whenever I think of, you know, when I need some help and I want to share something, what I'm doing. So he is one of the persons that I always get in touch with and talk to him about whatever I'm doing. So thank you, Will um i want to limit this video to 15 or you know 16 17 minutes because i don't want to go further and uh, it should be a 15 minute walk for you <laughs> while you're listening to this podcast so i hope that you enjoy listening i know that there's so much information that is really personal to me as in like why will you be interested who helped me out right i understand but then uh, the lesson that i learned was always acknowledge whoever helped you out and i decided that i'll acknowledge here because it's a part of my journey and there's so many people who talk to me about it so uh, I wanted to post it online so that they can just hear it out um, because you know every time I'm writing a message that will be redundant for me as well so I hope if you're listening to this please if you think that somebody help you out go ahead and acknowledge them I cannot tell you even though like there are people who are very kind who don't care about whether you thank them or not But go ahead and thank them, okay? Go ahead and let them know that you helped them. Sorry, you got helped for sure. (laughs) And make sure that you help them out by letting them know that you feel good about it. And don't disappoint them. Let them know what you feel about it. And yep, I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, There are exciting episodes going to come. I'm not sure whether I'm going to do it daily or not. But I hope that you will enjoy the series. And take care. Stay healthy. Stay happy. Keep doing what you love. And, yep, I hope you find your passion so that you know motivates you a lot to keep working hard. So, take care, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you.